reading from Riyad Bhagavatamrita, volume one. Thank you. That's great. Volume one, chapter four. This is four five. I'm not sure what I get from. Text sixty four. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Sarda Uvacha Sajameva Bhagavat Kripa Bara Syaspadam Nurupam Bhavan Param Yohi Nityam Ahaho Mahaprabhos Chitra Chitra Bhajanam Britan Ritar Nava Narada said, Yes, you are the greatest recipient of the mercy of the Supreme Lord. No one can compare to you. Ah, you are always immersed in an ocean of ecstatic worship of the Lord, enjoying it as newer and newer at every moment. Commentary, Prem Bhakti Ras is called Amrita because it destroys the disease of material existence and is unimaginably sweet. Hanuman always swims in an ocean of such nectar. Omagyana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Daksurumbalatamyena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Minopistam, Stavitam Yena Bhutale, Mayam Rupa Kadamayam, Dadati Svapada. Vanchakalpa Tarupyascha, Kripa Sindhu Vayevas. Patitanam Pavanevyo, Vaishnavevyo. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda. Sri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasade Gaur Bhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare So readings from Govardhan right now I'm facing Govardhan Hill so nice to chant here and face Govardhan Hill because I can meditate on being the seen rather than the seer. I can meditate on being the object rather than the subject. In spiritual consciousness, material consciousness, you're the seer and everything re revolves around you. And in spiritual consciousness, something else is in the center. And you're on the periphery. That's the mood of service. Ocean. <clears throat> and that's one of the ideas of going around Govardhan Hill, that you can develop that consciousness. Because the mind follows the body. So when you go around like that, you can be in that mood. That's why it says, don't circumambulate in front of the in the center rather than So it's nice sitting here like that and really trying to switch that egotistical consciousness where I'm the center of the universe and everything is surrounding me. Everyone has that vision. <laughs> but to change that vision. So and uh, somehow, I don't know, I've become popular here in Govardhan. My room is packed with Vaishnavas. Um, but for the audience here, maybe not the ones sitting here, but just, you know, what a wonderful time. Govardhan Puja and Prabhupada's disappearance day. 
in Govardhan because Govardhan is really an amazing place. It probably has more Prabhupada following communities <laughs> per square mile than any place in the world. Because you have incredible place and Chikarabu and Asit Krishna Maharaj, two elevated souls are there during Kartik. And then you have Ananda Krishnavan, which is the Shamdas said this, the Aspen, Colorado of Govardhan, because they have golf carts and brick road. But it, it's really Krishna built it for Bhakti Vigan Goswami. Brajvasundar. It's his beautiful cottages, but it's all filled with Russian people. Indians buy him to hide the and it's like the, the the thing, right? With the so someone digs the hole and the snake comes in and gets it. It's like us. So that's another another nice community there. And then beyond that, there's Rupa Seva Ashram that's being developed. Six acres, ten thousand trees, beautiful guest house temple. It's just a beautiful place. Radakun, Shaimakun, Kutirs for seminars. And then on the other side of the hill, there's the Govardhan Retreat Center, 20 acres. And then for the last two weeks, we have Gopal Dam. <laughs> What's the name of your, your group called? What is it? Uh, BVP, Big Vaishnav Pilgrimage. What? Big Vaishnav Pilgrimage. Big Vaishnav But what's the, your organization called? Uh, Bhakti School. What? Bhakti School. Yeah, the Bhakti. So there's all these things going on. And then we have the Govardhan Hilton. Mm -hmm. That's my place. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you want to see the residence of the Govardhan Hilton? There you are. Here's our. <laughs> here's our. Here's my ashram here. And we had, um, incredible. Uh, I sent to Rati to distribute, but anybody wants, I could send it by WhatsApp. Um, installation of a Govardhan Shila. So that we had that, and then there was the Iskan on one side, the other side was Borijan Sachinandana Swami and Indradumda Swami. And I just and then there's Bhakti Vigango Swami. So there were so many things going on. And uh and same thing with Prabhupada's uh disappearance. So it's really nice. But uh, let me just share my main point for Srila Prabhupada's disappearance and I'll, I'll I'll share it again and some of you've heard it the people here haven't heard it and uh, um, yeah my my um, is there something wrong okay um, what I was focusing on, and it started with 1978 after Prabhupada disappeared, I was given the service of inviting some of the senior Vaishnavas to Prabhupada's first disappearance festival, or maybe it was the second or third, but it was around then, who had association with Prabhupada. So I went to see and invite Narayan Marge. I'll tell the story more elaborately now. So I said, you know, please come. He said, what could I say? 
I said, you knew Prabhupada. He said, I didn't know Prabhupada. He said, just like if you're before the deity and you're talking to your friends, do you know Krishna? <laughs> Indicating that he was friendly with Prabhupada. He didn't know Prabhupada as the Acharya. He knew Prabhupada as the god brother of his guru. And it was a familiar relationship. So he said, I, I didn't know Prabhupada. I said, well, maybe, then I thought, okay, what's my next line? Maybe you can tell. He said, you didn't know Prabhupada, but what you saw then that perhaps indicated what he would be in the future. And he thought about it. He said two qualities. One, Prabhupada was very bold. And then he mentioned that Prabhupada made these two dramas. He wrote these two dramas. One was a spoof on the Ram Krishna mission called the chicken mission because they're not vegetarians. <laughs> and then the, the, the second <clears throat> was a spoof on the Gaudiya Math, a satire, because you know, like all organizations, people in positions take advantage. And, and I just remember that one of the characters in that drama was Bojan Velas Maharaj. Bojan means enjoyment, Velas means the, the, the form of the, the, yeah, the, the one who, the embodiment of enjoyment. What? What does Velas mean? Uh, generally, Velas means. Pastime. This is the cinema. Oh, oh pastime. Yeah, the pastime of material enjoyment. And and then Prabhupada wrote the heaviest letter to um, the president of India. And then Borijan Prabhu, he, he visited me with Jai Vaitamarsh, and we, we had a little, we also had a little remembrance here. And then um, the second quality mentioned is Prabhupada's ability to relate. And that's the one I really wanted to speak upon. Because when Prabhupada was with someone senior, he was very respectful. And I, I remember a Vaishnava etiquette course by Bhakti Trumaraj, and I always remember this. He said in relationships, respect goes upward that's the form of love to the superior. And the form of love to the junior is anugraha, which means kindness or, or mercy. So, so he said Prabhupada was extremely respectful when someone senior came in the mud. He's very collegial and friendly. He knew how to be, a, you know, with someone equal, and with someone young, was he was very affectionate. So then I started to think and really meditate. If I had to pick one quality of Prabhupada that made Prabhupada Prabhupada. In fact, I have three, it's unusual, but I have three future Monday morning greetings to write. Usually, I don't even have one by this time. One is what made Prabhupada Prabhupada. The other is going to be the science of pilgrimage. Because I become so frustrated when I see people take groups that don't know the science of pilgrimage. You know, and they take people and they advertise Vrindavan and, and things. But the people don't have the neither have the faith in Vrindavan, nor they have the faith in the people that are guiding them, and therefore they experience a very external thing, and it may not even be a pleasant experience. And it comes back to me because inevitably I know someone on a group, and I see they don't. And, and my Adhikari is, you know, I, I've been here for forty-seven years as my main one of my main services. You know how to, um, yeah, and then the the third one will be 
what does the faith require? This is the subject to hear the Ras Lila and have it remove lust rather than increase it. Because <laughs> there's a verse, Vakri Ditam Rajavadu Vishnu. So that's a real, what, what is that faith? It just says faith. But um, anyway, so so I wanted to do this. So the, the quality that I really, I kind of thought of it. And the quality I thought was Prabhupada's realization. And not Prabhupada's realization, but based on his definition of what realization is. In the fourth chapter of the first canto. After the sages of Namashranya asked the question. What uh now that Krishna has left the planet, where is knowledge and religion maintained? And, and Sutta Goswami says, it's in the Bhagavatam. Yatamati, you know, there's Yatamati, yata, something. I heard it and I realized it. And now I'm giving it to you. And then the, the Shona Garishi, the head of the, who asked the questions, got so excited. He said, Sutta Sutta Mahabhaga. And technically speaking, in writing, when you repeat something, it's an editorial mistake. But in Sanskrit, except when there's ex extraordinary enthusiasm, Sutta Sutta Mahabhaga, we're very, Mahabhaga, we're the most fortunate to hear from someone is realized. And why are you fortunate to hear someone has realized? Because they can explain the truth to you. And Prabhupada, in the purport, said, um, he connects realization means the ability to communicate spiritual topics. And because if you don't have that realization, when you try to, because communication entails understanding the person's frame of reference or the way of language they understand something and changing perhaps the form in which you received it to accommodate the form, the, the language in which another person understands it without losing the meaning. So, you know, you can just repeat something as you heard it. Like, for example, when I came to see my mother in my shmatas, that's Yiddish for clothes that look like rags. <laughs> At the beginning. And I didn't say this, but it was almost like this. Oh, my son, my son. You're not my mother. And I'm not your son. Which mother? I quoted the Bhagavatam, King Chitraketu. Which mother are you? I've had many, many mothers in my life. <laughs> I just repeated the philosophy exactly as I've heard it. <laughs> so I spoke the truth, but the truth wasn't understood because you don't have realization. And I, I think also in terms of Prabhupada, a really good communicator, it's not just, it's realization, but also kind of an ability to understand in any situation how people see things. Because you don't understand how they see things, then you're not going to be able to present things. So Prabhupada had this realization and he proved it by being able to communicate the absolute truth. And I was, I was looking at it too, you know, it, it's just really brilliant the way he did it. And then I told two stories, or I wanted, I never got to speak that because I was going to speak it when Bori John came and he asked me, what are we going to do? He said, you tell me. I said, well, just be, be, be a teacher. <laughs> so he took the role as a teacher in the classroom and asking the students questions of what about Prabhupada that inspired them. So that's the way it went. But the two stories were, one, 11 days after Prabhupada passed away, we had the function. This is the, the culture. 
when a great acharya leaves the world, there's some there's some duality between the heart and the intellect, because the intellect is nitya lila pravishta. What's the tragedy? They enter into nitya lila. This is like glorious for that person. But the heart is feeling separation. So the way it's adjusted in Indian culture is they have 11 days kind of of grieving. <laughs> and then they, they don't, they, and then they have a big celebration. So 11 days after they had the celebration. And in Indian culture also, there's always a, a hierarchy. There always has to be a hierarchy because knowledge comes down. So they always represent that. So if there's all, like you invite like a lot of Prabhupada's God brothers, the person who's the senior, they'll have him preside. Not even be the MC. But they'll, I see it. I went to many of these functions. They give him a little wood table, put a cloth over it, have a glass with a flower in it, <laughs> and he's on it. <laughs> That's their system. So the person who's most senior was Ban Maharaj, who was from a very high class Brahmin family and went to America before Prabhupada went to America, or to, to the West. He went to Europe and he brought back two German devotees and he was honored as, you know, and then you can imagine how challenging it was for him. Then Prabhupada comes back with all these dancing white elephants. If you ever see those pictures of Prabhupada preaching in Surat, the whole city closed. It's a huge city. Prabhupada, it's like I, I once preached there. It's amazing. It's a city of devotees. And the devotees did kirtan, but you know, the kirtan, it was like these, you know, Jamuna and Shaima Sundar and Malati and, you know, all these beautiful American boys and girls, and they've never seen it in India. And they're chanting through the streets, the whole city, they carried a national holiday. If you see the old BTGs used to be so exciting. You know, you, you saw the pictures of this with the chandan and all the garlands. It was like incredible. So he it must have been difficult for him. It's it's just you know envy. We say a paramahamsa is namatsuranam satam. You know it's without near matsa, without hate, without envy. That's paramahamsa. <laughs> it's only at the highest stage that that that's not going to disturb you. You may be mature and not act on it, but it's difficult if you're in a particular, if you made your world in a particular class of beings, the, dis, the, the disciples, <laughs> you know, the brahmacharis, you know, and then one stands out. Imagine this. If now in the Krishna consciousness movement, another Prabhupada appeared <laughs> and started something bigger than Iskand. <laughs> how many, I, I, it's not going to happen, but how many, <laughs> but how many, how many people would say, oh, how glorious, right? That's what happened. There was the Gaudiya Math and then Prabhupada went outside and, and like surpassed them by a thousand times. Right. But yet there were God brothers that appreciated. They were very exalted. You know, even I, I remember when it, he's not a God brother, but he was he's senior when we invited Naraya Marge every year to the um, Balaram's Appearance Day Festival. And he looked around and he saw all the devotees. You know, and how dynamic it was in our big temple. He said, I wish I could serve my Guru Arj like you serve. That's Vaishnav. But Prabhupada said, Vaishnav is not an ordinary thing. So this exalted Vaishnava somehow got up and said, I could have done what Prabhupada has done, but I didn't, I don't have the mentality to preach to the hippies. 
So honestly, Goddess Saraswati, when you criticize a pure devotee, criticize Krishna, the goddess of learning can come in, in Sanskrit especially, and, and reinterpret it as a compliment. Like when, when Sishapal called Krishna the lowest of all men, Goddess Saraswati broke it up in a different way, which meant the person makes everybody else go down. So I thought, yeah, I mean, what is the mentality to preach to the hippies? It's such a depth of realization to, and you could see too, that, you know, Prabhupada had this incredible combination of being real strict and, and being accommodating at the same time. And then I, 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 I took, I told and one how proper how expert he was in communicating, and I told one story. There's one god brother of mine that was in 26 Second Avenue, Nayana Biram, and I met him one day in New York, and he started telling me stories back then. So he told me this story that this one militant gay lady feminist joined. Prabhupada gave her the name Madhavalata. So after six months, she requested darshan with Prabhupada. She told Prabhupada. Prabhupada said, yes, she said, I'm having problems. What is that? She says, I just can't stand worshiping that man, Krishna. And the Prabhupada said, that's okay. We, we worship Radha. <laughs> you know, it was just... So that that ability to communicate. And then the other point, and I'm going to write this one time also, because writing is a great skill. They say if you want to develop critical thinking skills, it's speaking, then writing. And writing's even more than speaking. So I want to write this. And I have some idea to explain also that Prabhupada's, you know, you're talking to an audience. Prabhupada's audience was so broad and everything he said was speaking to everyone. So he had to speak in a way that new people would be encouraged and, and, and people who were going deeper would be also encouraged. He would say different things sometimes too. Sometimes for this group, sometimes for this group. But he was very, very careful that Krishna consciousness wouldn't be misunderstood. Which is another point you can go in, which is why, at least in his personal speaking, it's in his books, he didn't like reveal his heart in Brajabhakti. Because <laughs> the, the, the world he was speaking to and people who are coming. Because you know, everybody, you know, the material consciousness is I am superior. So when you hear that the, the topmost is, you know, Braja Bhakti, right? The material consciousness would take any hint of that and go, Radhe, Radhe, I'm advanced. Not really. So anyway, I, I could go on in that, but I'm, I'm going to write an article on that calling What Made Prabhupada Prabhupada. And I'll just, I'll, this is another thing, one disappearance day. Uh, Bori John Prabhu gave a slideshow. And it was it, it, he, he kept on showing this is the Earth planet, and then this is Jupiter. And then it's amazing. It's like Jupiter is this big thing, and the Earth planet's like a dot. And he says, This is amazing. Then he had Jupiter compared to the universe, and the Jupiter was a dot, and the universe was big. And then the the galaxy, the universe compared to the galaxy. And this was, you know, he kept on going. And it was really mind-blowing because you realized how insignificant you are. Because when, you know, when you stay here, you look at your world as like real big and significant. So this is amazing. And then it went all the way up to Goloka Vrindavan, right? The end of the slideshow. And then he showed a picture of 26 Second Avenue. And he said... Prabhupada gave that to this. <laughs> and, and, and that's, you know, that's the most amazing, right?
he gave that to this. I mean, that's really amazing. I mean, when you look at it, if you see those early pictures where Chutananda says some people are low on a high platform and some people are high on a low a low platform, and, and then then it goes to Professor Hopkins who came and visited. <laughs> you know, basically, they know what they were talking about. My favorite story in terms of what Prabhupada had to do is he gave sannyas to Guru Creep and Yasodananda, so they're like 22 years old. And then they went to South India to conquer all the philosophies, right? Because that's what, you know, you sit on the Vyasa, then you go. So they met the page of Swami, who is the most exalted of all the, the Madhvas. And they come and they sit down and they challenge him. And, and Yasodananda Swami is French Canadian. So he looked at him and said, what are the three aspects of the absolute truth? <laughs> and Pedro Swami was, he was so amused. He wasn't, you know, so. And, and, and the comment that Rabindra Sroops said, Prabhu said that, that, the, that the, the problem with ISKCON in the early days is Prabhupada was the only adult, you know? And then to, you know, create a society with leaders and, you know, I mean, that this this whole thing went on, right? And then Prabhupada's detachment, right? You know, someone, a main leader fell down in Australia, very close to him, you know? And there's, there's, there was no long distance phone calls, you know, for, you know, Prabhupada, oh, this is very serious. I'll be there in six months. <laughs> you know, it just... Uh, I mean, how he dealt with all these, how he dealt with all these people, you know, and kind of, and, and remained detached, you know, didn't micromanage, but set his examples. Okay, th that was fun. Now, let's see if the Priya Bhagavatamrita is still there. Well, I got to reload it. It goes off after a while. But anyway, it will come back, I'm sure. Okay, it is. So, anyway, this is Narada. Um, and we know the progression in the Vyar Bhagavatamrita. We've been following it. It's Narada's search for the topmost recipient of Krishna's mercy. And in one sense, you can't gradate it, but in another sense, you can gradate it. You know, everyone has to be full in pure, all pure devotees have to be completely full in Krishna consciousness and perfect. And then there must be a gradation so that there's different varieties of love. And Krishna just adjusted the whole thing. But Narada, but Sanatana Goswami, his mission is to give to the world what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is giving to the world, which is Anarpita, Charim, Charat, Kununaya, Vatir, Nakalo. This highest Braja Bhakti, which culminates in the love of the gopis. And that's what he has to give to the world. And for that to be understood, there has to be two things. There has to be a purification of the heart and the intellect so that you can actually see it for what it is, which is the highest thing. You have to have an understanding of it and your heart has to be in the right mood. So there's always a progression. I went over that so many times that this is a summary of the Bhagavatam. But we're up to the part where Prahlad, he approaches Prahlad, 
And Prahlad, as a devotee who doesn't, in, in a bhav of devotion, you don't have a desire for superiority. That's material consciousness. And therefore, if someone says you're wrong, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> if someone is better than you, you're, you're happy about it. It's antithetical to the way we're conditioned in this world. But this is talking about pure devotees. So they don't have this covering of false ego or superiority. And not only don't they have that covering, but they're kind of a little bit militant of wanting it. They're not seeking. They're, they're seeking to serve, not to enjoy and control. And therefore, we discussed before that praise can, if taken seriously, can bolster the, the desire for superiority, can promote, it's promoting your superiority praise. So really in devotional consciousness, in devotional consciousness, does it. So Prahlad naturally deflects it, and he deflects it to Hanuman. <clears throat> and in that way, he's also pointing out something that Hanuman has that he doesn't have. Because Prahlad is, is the exemplar for Smartan. He's meditating on the Lord. It's, it's more or less your service is of appreciation. Like your service to a rock star is you're a fan. <laughs> You don't clean his clothes. <laughs> you don't get him a glass of water, right? But you're appreciating it. So <clears throat> there, there's, there's, and not only that, when you have a sense of God's greatness, imminence, you lose a sense that he needs anything also. So there's nothing to do but actually you know, pray and meditate and, and appreciate that. So, but 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 Prahlad, you know, he points out, Presley says, I'm unqualified, I'm a king, I'm an anxiety, and, and you know, you, he, he, Narada's, you know, Ugasena pointed, no, somebody pointed, yeah, no, who pointed to Prahlad? I think Lord Shiva pointed to Prahlad. And, uh, you know, Pilat, you know, they whatever he said, Pilat counter countered that, counteracted it. You're always remembering God. No, I'm a king, I'm full of anxiety. If you're in anxiety, you can't just you 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 can't practice devotions of just going in your mind and meditate. Smart. And, and you know, Pilat is actually and, and Hanuman is doing service. He's doing service. And then so now Narada came and related that, um, and ha Hanuman, um, let me see what Hanuman, actually it was, it was a pretty amazing scene. He, Narada does, you know, doesn't go on the ground, he flies. So he, he comes in there with his vena, and, and you know, he, he's, he's chanting in ecstasy, and Hanuman sees him and jumps up and grabs his neck. So Narada's feet are just dangling, and then his hands, he's trying to wipe the tears from Hanuman. And then, you know, somehow Hanuman comes to his senses and kind of sits him down and, you know, becomes a little bit sober. Oh, yeah, because when Narada came in, he was you know, basically saying, Raghupati Raghava Rajaram. Patita Pavana Sita Ram Sita Ram. I have to tell you my favorite story about that. <laughs> when, and I told this once here, but maybe, but when, when the nationalist Hindi Hindus from all over India were marching on a yoga. From all the states, they were marching on Ayodhya because the Muslims have, had put a mosque on the birthplace of Lord Ram. 
So they were marching and they were very organized because they were paramilitary. You'd always see them in India with their little baggy green shorts. I, I knew these people too. And I was close with one guy. He was, he was, he, he, he was the, a high officer in the Reserve Bank of India, but always wore a dhoti and tilak. And he described to me the training. It was paramilitary all over India that they'd have to stay up at night and they'd plan an attack at night when you don't know when and you'd have to fend it off. So they're paramilitary. And they were just nationalist Hindus. They were marching on Ayodhya and then they, they were so organized. They're actually, they're running India now. <laughs> yeah. They're running India now. But they were so organized that in a blink of an eye by their leader, they were so disciplined. All these Hindus descended on the mosque with chisels and hammer. and It's huge. They brought it down within a couple of hours. And then there were Muslim riots all over India. And where was I? I was on a 48-hour train ride with like 25 kids. And I was like, hey, how come the train's all empty? <laughs> the train was empty. And where did we get down? Aligarh. And it was, it was a 24-hour curfew in India. And I get down at like 9 o'clock at night at Aligarh. And what is Aligarh? Aligarh is the center of Aligarh Muslim University. And somehow or other, we found the district magistrate and they put us on a, a one-meter choo-choo train that went from Aligarh to Hatras or something nearer to Vrindavan. And they arranged dump trucks <laughs> to take us to, back to Vrindavan. But when we were on that train, and, and they sent with us a police police escort, and they had, you know, these rifles. So we get on the train, and they're, it's like a real small train. And then Surdas comes on, a blind guy comes on, and he sits down, and he has a stick, and he has a tin can with a thimble. And I tell you, Stevie Wonder had nothing on this guy. He just started going, Raghupati Raghava Raja Ram, Patita Pavana Sita Ram. You know, he kept on begging, Raghupati Raghava Raja Ram. And then I look back, and as he's doing this, all the policemen with their guns are doing this. <laughs> so I thought, this is God's country. So you can imagine when Hanuman, when, when, when Ram is actually singing all these names, he's so excited. And now Narada is, is going to, he's, he's come, he's going to explain to Hanuman why he's, he's finally found the recipient of Krishna's mercy. And, you know, you know the Sanskrit language, as I don't know Sanskrit like, but you know the words. And the words are what's called rasika. They're full of Bhagavad Kripa. The mercy, the personality of Godhead's mercy, right? Barasya, Aspidam, a recipient of the abundance. Satyam, Eva, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, you are the yes, indeed, you are the um, recipient of the personality of God's mercy. And nirupam, incomparable, param, topmost. You're the incomparable, topmost recipient of Krishna's mercy. And chitra, chitra. And what are you enjoying? 
chitra chitra. Chitra chitra means newer and newer. In Sanskrit, there's also a term in rasa, apurvata, never before. When, when, when you see Krishna and you have a relationship with Krishna, it's not stale. It's never before seen. Every time Krishna is revealing more and more to you. Never before seen. Never before seen. Chitra, chitra. Bhajanamrita. Bhajanamritarnava, an ocean. Enjoying it newer and newer, an ocean of ecstatic worship. I mean, Sanat Goswami, I mean, he's so full of Ras, you know. It, it, he's, he's describing how um, he's trying to just put into words somehow where you get some sense where you get some sense of his ecstasy and just each individual word satyameva yes indeed bhagavat kripa parasya padam a recipient of the abundance of um, Bhavan, your good self. Nirupa, nirup, nirupamam, incomparable, param, topmost. He certainly, nityam, perpetually, chitra, chitra, <laughs> perpetually, nura, nura, bhajam, bhajanamrita. Nava, you're immersed in this ocean of ecstatic. This is what he's seeing. And then he explains, Dasa, Sakya, Vahanam, Asanam, Dwaja, servant, friend, carrier, seat, flag, Chatram, Vitanam, Vyajanam, Chavandi, and Chatram, umbrella, canopy, fan, bard, mantri, advisor, Bishak, physician, Yodapati, Sahaja, Sahaya, you're the general of the helpers, Shreshta, the most excellent, Mahakriti, and you're the expander of the great, the most excellent expander of the glories. I also, when I invited those people, I invited one sadhu, one scholar that knew Prabhupada. And when there's a remembrance at a, at a, a disappearance, eulogy is, is allowed in rasa. Eulogy means you can exaggerate. It's allowed, in a way. You're allowed to, but it's not an exaggeration. What this person said just blew my mind. I, I, I don't, it's from the heart. It's not an intellectual comparison. But he, he said, he said, he asked us a question. If Rupa Goswami, Haridas Thakur, and Prabhupada were in the room, and Lord Chaitanya came in, who would Lord Chaitanya go to first? I say, I say Prabhupada. <laughs> because who is more attached to the holy name of Krishna, the one who spread it all around the world? I say Prabhupada. <laughs> you know. It's, it's charming. So, dasya, sakya, vahinam, asanam, dvaja, chatram, vitanam, vajanam, chavandi, mantri, bishag, yoda, patis, shreshta, mahakriti, and, he, and he's the expander of the great glories. 
So Prabhupada was this. He was Mahakirti. Vivardhanas. He was the expander. The most, no, but Shreshta, the most excellent expander of the glories. Yeah, all these kind of verses, you can see why they say where Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur, when he's commenting on the verse, um, Nigamakalpa Turogalitam Falam Sukamukat Amrita Dravya Bibita Bhagavatam Rasa. At this Bhagavatam, it's Rasa. Bibita Bhagavatam Rasa. Drink this Rasa. And then Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur makes the interesting point that it's an incorrect statement technically to say that there's rasa in the Bhagavatam. Because when you say that there's rasa in the Bhagavatam, then you're indicating that someplace in the Bhagavatam there's not rasa. <laughs> so he says that's wrong. The Bhagavatam is rasa. It's just like a mango in Colombia where you eat the skin. Do you know that? I couldn't believe it. I, I went in Colombia, I went to someone's house, they gasped, I, no, you don't peel it. Eat, and they became my favorite mangoes. My favorite mangoes when you eat the skin too. So he said that, it's like that. It's not like there's mango pulp, and then there's a pit. He said, it's like a mango where you eat the skin and everything, and it's tasty. So that's what these verses are like. Because all the words, you know, Samar Pitatma Parama Prasada Brit Tadiya Satkirti Kataika Jivana Tad Astratananda Vivardana Sada Mahatama Shi Gurudhadito Dika. Having surrendered yourself entirely, Samar Pita Atma to the Lord having received his highest mercy, parama prasad brit, you're the, the, the brit, <laughs> you're the, you, the, you hold his highest mercy, having dedicated your life to topics of his transcendental glories. Satkirti kata, eka jivana, your, your, your jivana, your only life, is Sat Kirti Kata Eka. Eka. Your life is only the transcendental glories of this Kata, only. Um, and then uh, Ananda Vivardana Siddha. And you always increase the ecstasy, asrita, tat asrita, of those who take shelter of him. You always increase the ecstasy. So, Mahatama, you're the best of saints, and Sri Guruda, Adita, Guruda and others, Adika. You're more. So you can imagine how Sanatana Goswami composes these verses it's not just an intellectual thing. He's so absorbed in the bhava of this whole thing. He's so absorbed and so empowered. Because, he, you know, it, it's kind of like each of these verses seems it should take a year to write. And he's writing it in his head. But he's empowered by Krishna. Like Prabhupada said, he didn't write his books. And I know what he, he meant. It just was flowing. It was just flowing. Aho bhavan eva vishuddha bhaktiman param naseva sukita dimanyaya imam prabhum vacha udhara sekaram jagada tat bhakta gana pramodina. Indeed, your devotion for the Lord is absolutely pure. For, for you consider nothing more valuable 
than the pleasure of serving him. You delighted all his devotees by speaking to that best of generous lords these words. So Vishuddha, absolutely pure. Bhavan, your good self. Bhaktivan. You're the possessor of devotion. And Param, na. No other. Seva, Sukita. Adimanya. No other is considered valuable other than Seva Sukita, than the pleasure of your service. Nothing is more valuable to you. And then you delighted all the devotees when you spoke these words. Baba Banda, this is Hanuman's words. Baba Banda, Chide Tasyai, Srihayami, the Muktaye, Bhavan Prabhur Aham Dasya, Iti Yatra Balupate. Even though liberation destroys the bondage of material existence, I have no desire for liberation in which I would forget that you are the master and I am your servant. I don't want liberation. Merging. Losing my individuality. We also all desire liberation. Right? We're so worried about our own suffering. Oh my God, when will my suffering? Oh, this, when will my suffering? When will my suffering end? We all want liberation. Oh my God, when is it going to end? My sickness, my political thing, my this, this, the world. But Queen Kunti, let these calamities happen again and again. And I just told one story. It's kind of when the Russian devotees came. I remember they came down the main road. This is the first time they were out of the Iron Curtain. They were devotees and they never heard about India. Right? Now, Mukunda told me when they have signs in the NVT, don't pick the flowers. It's in English. Don't pick the flowers. What? Don't pick leaves and flowers. Don't pick leaves and flowers. It's in English. Yeah, same as in Hindi. Hindi, and then twice in Russian. Twice, like four or five times. In Russian, it was don't pick the leaves and flowers, especially the leaves of the sweet mint tree, which is usually used for the for, for cooking. Yeah, yeah. What we call curry. Yeah. So specifically for Russians, there was they 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 they, they <laughs> outlined it. <laughs> I have a theory that in every Brajanath, Krishna's great grandson, established. 500 villages of Krishna's pastimes. And my theory is there's one crazy Russian lady living in each village. <laughs> everywhere I go, there's like some, right? And they're telling me how to get her out. <laughs> so it's... So anyway, we... The, they came in, and and in Calcutta, they they fed them like a, an incredible feast. You know, in Russia at that time. Now they import everything into Moscow. At that time, you know, the fruits were limited, the vegetables were limited, the postcards were like these yellowish postcards. Written. That's all. You know, there was no greeting cards. We knew that one man in Moscow. That he was a dissident a Jewish dissident, and he wound up in America working for Domino's Pizza. Right? He was an engineer before, and he went to America. And then somehow, he, I don't know how he met some guy that was from American greeting companies, and they asked him, why don't you go back to Russia now that the, it's, and make greeting cards like we have, you know, happy birthday and all the cute things. 
And he went back and, and 80% of all greeting cards, I did a program at his place in Moscow. I mean, it must've been hundreds of millions of dollars, that factory alone, right? So when the Russian devotees came, they fed him a papaya. They never knew what a papaya is, right? So he looked at it and he looked at the devotees sitting next to him and he said, a fruit? And the guy said, yes, a fruit. And then he bit into it and cried. <laughs> and then when the Russian devotees came, they came down Bhaktivedanta Swami Mark, not in front of the temple. And when they came down to the temple, you go down those steps, the devotees were showering flowers on them when they came into the temple. And then Bibi Govinda Swami cooked a feast for them. He was a famous cook. And Shivram Swami and him put sand all around the house so that they had a step in the sand so they can get the dust of their feet. And then they put so much on their plates that there would be a lot of remnants and then they ate the remnants. That's how they were honoring the Russian devotees. So I was hosting probably, arguably two of the heaviest Russian devotees that ever lived. They couldn't break him in prison. They couldn't break these guys in prison. They tortured and they couldn't break them. Um, and there were three brothers. And one brother was a mad scientist and he, 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 he rigged the national television when the Bolshoi Ballet came on. The music was Hare Krishna Mantra. <laughs> these guys were so heavy. So this one guy came up to me and he was sannyas. He was so upset. He said to me, he said, here they are honoring us. He said, I feel by this honor, it is more dangerous here than in the prisons in Russia. Because the prisons in Russia, they can only kill your body, but here they can kill your body. And then his other brother walked by Kamala Mala, which was like as heavy as him. And he looked at me and he said, Queen Kunti was right. <laughs> <laughs> It was so, I love those guys. And I took them on Parikram, right? And at that time on Parikram, every 10 yards a peacock would come out. And when Sanyasta saw the peacocks, he, he talked about the communists, right? In, in a way, and he looked at me and he said, how can they deny God? So... Anyway, I got a little off track, but we had some fun. I know it was related to something. Um, yeah, so I guess Jumunajaya already had to go, go for her class. I'm sure about that. Um, let me see. Yep, beautiful class, Marge. Thank you very much for the Prabhupada memories. I knew she had. Anyone like to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Who's that? Ah, it's Bhakti Devi. I don't see you. Um, I see you. <laughs> My oh, camera's not changing on. the thing. Okay, there it is. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes, Bhakti Devi. Um, I'm sorry, but I, I came on to class a little bit late, and I just wanted to ask you, um, is appreciation synonymous with praise? Is appreciation synonymous with praise um you know these are english words i'm trying to figure them out you know <laughs> appreciation um well i think you could you, you could you could honor that person has some affection that they're expressing, you know. Um, but no, I, I, you know, pray. I think the, the, the appreciation is just a little bit more ordinary. I think the kind of praise we're talking about is the glorification type stuff. You were the topmost, you know. You were the topmost. This. You were the topmost. This. You're the best mm -hmm. of this. You're the best of this. You know. You know, and that's different from. I really appreciate the doll you made today. <laughs> you know, 
it's uh, and I think your question is really the the answer to the question is is you know is it so bad to accept praise and, and you know you come into the point too that um, we have certain needs you know what I'm saying we have certain needs like for example with Bhaktivinotaku said without sense gratification the body dies. <laughs> So we're not against sense gratification. So I think it's healthy too for self-esteem, for love, et cetera, to be loved, to be appreciated, to things. I don't think we should deny that. But this is, I think, different. This is like Jaya Bhakti Devi, Jaya Bhakti Devi. You, know? <laughs> you see how you feel? Stop it, Maharaj, stop it. And that's the best I can do. But it's a great question, Bhakti Devi. Thank you. Thank you, Maharaj. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna, Gumaraj. Tota Gopinath here. So good to see you. We'll see you soon, Tota. Yeah. You're looking great. You look fit as a fiddle. I'm working out every day. Two and a half right. hours. <laughs> it's paying off. <laughs> two and a half hours every single day. It's a lot. It really, I mean, it's your whole body. I mean, it's really a, a substantial. Okay, anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you very much for the class. Javad Sundari here. Haribo. From the good republic of Hare Krishna. <laughs> Haribo. <laughs> Hey, anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Who's that? This is Gail. I enjoyed oh. your description of of um, of Prabhupada's qualities. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Gail. Hi, Krishna. Gail is an ocean of mercy today. Thank you. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Krishna Amrita. Thank you so much. And I have a question. Um, devotees yeah. sometimes ask how to prevent pride. Oh, 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 there's one thing though, problem, is I have another class now at my, to the Russians. So you'll be on that class. Did they tell you? So I think I'll entertain your question first time next time, okay? Because I, I realize I have another class, I promised them. Okay. Okay, Haribo, thank you.